What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wild Child. I'm very, very excited because today I have one of my good friends, actually one of my best friends, Ellie. Um, say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for anybody who doesn't know our friendship, um, Ellie and I met, what, when we were 11? 10, 10 or 11. Um, so our dads grew up together. They lived in Spain for a little bit and then, um, both military families. But my, I had visited my uncle in Florida where Ellie has lived all all your life. My entire life, never moved. Um, so yeah, I met her when I was visiting my uncle, and we like immediately hit it off the bat, but we were looking at some questions to ask each other, um, and one of the questions actually, it's pretty good for right now, but go ahead, what Uh, was it? it? um, What was your first impression of me? Okay, we kind of talked a little bit like about when... I asked you this other question the other day, or when you asked a question the other day about, like, what do you wish, like, people knew about you at first, like, when you first meet them? Yeah. Um, so, when I first met you, I thought you were a little bit shy. As you and, and, Yep, as I would. And I thought you were a little bit shy, but you know what, though? Like, we were, like, still kids, so at that point, I'm, you know what? She's a little shy, but that just means that she'll be able to balance out my crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was a pretty, I was a pretty weird kid and very hyper. <laughs> we bring out the best in each other. We, we really do. I feel like we're, like, yin and yang. Yeah. But what was, I'm, I'm very interested as to see what your first impression of me was. So my first impression actually came before I even met you, um, so I remember, and it's so weird, like, this is the, like, one, like, vivid memory I have, like, of, like, when we first met, but, um, we were heading up to Jacksonville, um, because I live about an hour and a half away, and (laughs) my dad was like, hey, so this weekend you're going to meet, um, your cousins, you know, that, like, you've, like, never, like, met before, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, um, I was like, well, like, who are they? And my dad was like, you know, Serena and Chase. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, those sound like big kid names, you know, because I was like 10 years old at the time. And so my first impression was definitely like, okay, they're going to be in their 20s. They're going to be older than me. I'm just going to be this little kid. And we're just going to have the best old time. And the, I was like, so ready. And I even remember in, in the mirror telling myself, all right, Ellie, you're not going to be shy. You're going to go up. You're going to have, like, you're just going to introduce yourself. It's all going to be good. And you're going to make friends with them. And <laughs> we pull up. I get out of the car. And I see you across. And I'm like, wait, she's the same age as me. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> But it was just, like, immediately, like, I just hit it off with you. You were so energetic. You were so full of life. And it was so much fun, like, getting to know you. And I still honestly feel like we're the exact same way we were when we were kids. And I feel like that just goes to show how, like, immediate the friendship was. I know. I feel like, I feel like we are a lot like when we were kids. Because we do, (laughs) we do act like children a lot. Especially 
on this trip, we've had, we've had some questionable, questionable fun times. Um, but yeah, no, I get what you mean. And a memory just popped into my head, and it's the fun. We were sitting on the couch because we were both. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna sleep with um at Tito Mikey's and it'll be like a sleepover with us um and you had on your little pencil case nerd but it was bedazzled (laughs) and I remember like the conversation it was just so funny because like I feel like I don't know if we were talking what I don't know what we were talking about but you're a nerd. I'm like, I'm a nerd. I, I'm so nerdy. I, I can be so weird. And you were like, oh my God, no. Like, I love, like, it, I think it was like, this might have been like the second time mm-hmm. you we hung out. Um, Like the second time you came to visit. Because you were wearing a Shrek. You're a Shrek the musical shirt. I, like, I even remember the photo we took that day. Yeah. Yeah. So small. We were like, I was like, yeah, so you like musicals? I like musicals. I do dance. Like, I love that type of stuff. Like, I don't know. It was just, we really just immediately hit it off. And I just, I feel like over time, our friendship has like grown. Definitely. Like, now I feel like whenever I have a problem or something's up, like, I I call you. Right. (laughs) Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Same here. Lost my job. (laughs) What do I do? Oh my god. Yep. And then there's me. Oh yeah. Broke up again. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie, what am I gonna do? Um, so yeah. I feel like over the years, there was a time when like we didn't necessarily talk a lot or like at all. But I feel like that was just because, like, we were so young and we had, like, our own stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a pretty big gap. Mm-hmm. From, like... I think it was, like, it happened after you came to visit in Boston. Or was it before? I think it was before. It was I mean, before. I th- actually, there might have been a little bit of both. <laughs> I, th- I think, yeah, I think there was... There was definitely a gap before I came to Boston. Yeah. And then I would say a little bit after. But a little, like... After I left in Boston, like, things just kind of went... I'm going to shut the door because people are leaf-blowing. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it is with everybody on this mountain, but they just want to leaf-blow. As you were. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, I would say there was a gap before. So, like, when... Like, after, like, the first couple of times, like, we were hanging out and, like, really getting to know each other, like, when we were, like, young. So, like, elementary, middle school. And then I feel like there was, like, a big gap from, like, that point until um like maybe a couple like a couple months maybe like a year before I came to Boston and then after Boston like things went so terrible like I know for like my personal life like my own mental health and stuff like I was just in such a bad place that like I was not reaching out to anybody um but then we kind of like reconnected I don't know over these last couple years and just yeah so I feel like for me what kind of happened was I had a lot going on school-wise, and because I was living in Massachusetts and you were living in Florida, it's like, at that young age, it's like you really aren't able, like, at least to 
keep that like connection going but it's like immediately when you see each other it's like nothing ever happened everything's the same right and that's how you can determine like a really good friendship is like when you know like it could be like two years five years you come back together and it's like oh like I just saw you yesterday yeah exactly and I feel like for me personally like I had a lot going on with it especially in middle school school wise with just like learning and education and then my freshman and sophomore year, I was at a different high school, and then I was at, I went back to my public high school. But yeah, I understand what you mean by like that distance really kind of put a distance. But I remember, I feel like once my brother started going to school in Florida, because we were down there more. Because we really, my family, we really didn't go to Florida that much. Um, other than, other than to visit my uncle every once in a while and his kids and my aunt. But whenever we were like, oh, yeah, we're coming down, you guys were always like, well, we're, we're coming. <laughs> we're yeah. coming, too. Yeah, anytime we heard that you guys were going to be in town, we were like, pack your bags, we're leaving tonight. Yeah, because not only that, but, like, our fathers have, like, the same relationship. It's like, yeah. I don't know how long it was, like, when our dad's, last saw each other you know when we first met and I remember it was like emotional for them too because it was like this is my friend that I grew up with that's like a brother to me like that's how Ellie and I were not blood cousins but we call each other cousins like I literally like I consider you so much of like a cousin as though you were blood related to me I mean like without a doubt like it's crazy and, and I think it's cool because I get the benefit of calling you cousin, but I also get the benefit of calling you, like, one of my best friends. So I think, like, that's, like, pretty awesome. Not a lot of people can say that. So so I think we should give a big shout You're out. Gonna get, <laughs> you're going to get me emotional, man. No, but I think, like, I have to, like, give a really big shout out to, like, our grandparents. Our grandmothers, specifically. Our grandmothers. They were, they were best friends before... No. Like, they even had their kids, and then it's like a generation. I know. Like, our grandparents, it was funny because we always had this other story in our heads that it was, like, our grandmothers that were friends before they met the husbands. But when, which I was grateful for the time my grandmother spent with us, like, within this past month. Um, so, oh, my God, I'm going to, I have to stop crying. Um... So, basically, our our grandmothers, they had met because my grandmother had... <laughs> Lella, you had an off-and-on relationship with Lella, all right? I'm going to be real honest with you. You had an off-and-on relationship with him um, for four years. She told me that they, they have a beautiful love story, too. Um, but they had met when she was 16 in Spain, they lived on the same street. He was military family, his dad was in the military. My Lela's dad was in the army, but they had a summer place that they would go to in Chipiona, um, but they only, they really lived in Madrid year round. So my grandmother would go to Chipiona and that's where she met my grandfather. And then my grandfather would she would go back to Madrid, and I think my grandfather's family would be transferred. 
um, back to different places. And then when my grandfather was of age, he joined the Navy. And then he was stationed in Rhoda. And he met up with my grandmother again. And your grandfather Mm -hmm. was engaged or married to already your grandmother? Yeah, so... My grandfather was also stationed, um, so he, he grew up in Alabama, <laughs> and then um, he was enlisted um, in the Navy. He was stationed over in, um, in Rhoda, and that's where he met my grandmother. I'm forgetting where they met, but obviously it was somewhere in Rhoda. Um, mm-hmm. My grandmother also, so she grew up in Sevilla, which was about like 30 minutes to an hour away from Rhoda, um, but they met, neither of them spoke each other's languages, which I think is like the coolest thing being able to like know that you've met like the love of your life and not even being able to speak the same language but still finding a way to communicate like I think it's really awesome but they um so they met and then they just they knew that they wanted to spend their lives with each other so they got married I mean really early on um and then of course my grandfather knew your grandfather in um in Rhoda in the navy and so from there it's like their friendship grew and then our grandmother's friendship grew and so then the four of them were friends and then they all had kids yeah and then the generation just continued on and on and on yep we had um my grandmother had three kids and your grandmother had two she had three she had three one um one passed away like very very early on um he was the oldest of the three um his name was abraham um, See, I, I've never even heard that before. <laughs> I so. didn't hear about it until, like, I don't know. I mean, I was I was still fairly young, but I was old enough to, like, like oh, like, wow. Like, you know, that's that's really hard to have lost, like, a child. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I only have my uncle, um, Javi, and then obviously, like, my dad. Um, and then, of course, you know, you have your dad and two My uncles. dad and my two uncles. Um we've been through a lot and they have been through a lot um I'm I feel very grateful that my family had moved to Florida as much as I do not like how it's warm year-round and the rainy days and the hurricanes and the constant humidity um I am very grateful that my family had gotten the opportunity to move to Florida and has been there for the past two years because September we had lost him due to COVID. But so COVID's real, guys. Don't think it's fucking fake. (laughs) Because if you still think it's fucking fake, it's ridiculous. Like we had probably lost one of the best people ever um but I feel like our families had gotten closer since us moving here but when you're 10 and 11 10 and 12 like it's hard to keep a long distance friendship plus two I feel like we we knew that we were friends like I I knew immediately when I met you that I was gonna be friends with you forever and your family um so for me when there was that distance apart. Not only that, but, like, you're also, like, wrapped up in, like, your own friends back home and your family. So I think now just us having grown 
so much personally. I feel like we've also grown in our friendship because I can talk to you about anything now. I feel like I've talked to you about a lot of hard stuff that has happened in my life. And I feel like just our friendship is also just so equal. I don't feel like it's ever one-sided or anything because that's another thing that like I feel like people can run into. Yeah, no, I feel like that's such a like kind of tricky thing when you're finding friends. Like I know even for like my personal life, like I've had such a rocky like time trying to make friends and keep friends. And I think one of the best like pieces of advice that were ever given to me um, about like friendship in general was that, you know, not every person in your life is supposed to be there forever. Um, sometimes people come in for a season. Sometimes people are there to teach you a lesson. Um, but I think I've, I've been really privileged to have found like just a few like solid people that I know like I can literally call on for the rest of my life. And I'm only 20, you know, and I feel like that, that kind of says something, you know, I, I would much rather have like three to four really close friends than, you know, 10 to 20 friends that I talk to but I could never trust them or feel like I could call on them um, because, you know, a lot of people run into, like, the whole one-sided relationship, um, you know, or the one where, you know, they're using you for, <laughs> you know, some sort of gain. Or, um, yep. And then sometimes there are just the friends that, you know, use you as a, you know, placeholder or a placekeeper until mm-hmm. they find someone better. And I know that that's kind of been, like, my reoccurring, <laughs> you know, friendship pattern. And it's so sad, but... Um, I think like they've taught me a lot about how to be a friend um, and also just about how I deserve to be treated as like a friend because um, I've definitely run into several situations and several friendships where you know I thought I found someone awesome and someone so kind but then you know maybe didn't take like a couple weeks or a couple months but a couple years and then randomly just they just decide I don't feel like having you around anymore um, and it's just it's sad to, like to have those experiences but at the same time they also shape you and they teach you things that you know you need to learn and you need to know to be a better friend to someone else in the next season um, but I think for us like in our friendship it's definitely been one where it's like we we have each other like no matter what I, I call on you if I need something. You call on me if you need something. Um, and then we plan these fabulous trips like the one we're on right now. You know? I know. <laughs> this this week, like, has been so much fun. Um, I feel like not only do you and I, like, balance each other out and our, have each other's backs, but I also feel like we both have, like, the same type of energy when it comes to wanting to travel and be adventurous and are just like open to everything like we're very nature oriented people and that's the other thing too that I enjoy and I feel like we connected so much on and so fast was just the fact that what we like to do is also similar we're both very creative people yes in general yes Yes, we're both very creative, very imaginative. Yeah, I think it's funny, too, that we both just, like, connect on multiple different layers. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that, like, because we grew up for so long, and, I mean, our entire childhood was, I mean, 
essentially like spent apart how even though like our dads grew up together how their like our grandparents their parents they kind of grew up together and had a like a large period of their life spent together um was able to like kind of be cut short when they had us and yet somehow still like when we got together and when everyone was together like we just became like so close like as close as they were Mm -hmm. and I think I don't I think it just speaks to like just our family as a whole but I also think it's really cool that we keep the Spanish culture like so alive like in our family um because even though neither of us, which also I think is hilarious, <laughs> neither of us grew up speaking Spanish. Neither of our Thanks, dads, mom. Right, right? <laughs> it's neither the moms that ruined it because so. the dads and the grandparents were talking to us in Spanish exactly. and the moms were like, I can't understand my own child. Stop talking to them in Spanish. Yeah, which I think is so funny because it's the exact same story. Like both of our dads fully able to teach us Spanish. We could have totally been bilingual. Moms were so concerned with us not being able to talk to them. And I think it's so funny because it's like, we still live in the States. <laughs> we're still going to go to a, like an American English speaking school. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, how about you learn Spanish? <laughs> no, but, but I mean, even still, like, you know, we still understand the language and I think it's still cool that, you know, we have so much of it, like still alive, like in our family with the food um, and just like the familial culture. Um, just always being together, always being close. Um, like I know even after, um, you know, our Tico Mikey passed, it was so immediate that even my family, cause we don't live in Jacksonville, but after that we're like, okay, we're going to do what we can. We're, we're going to try and see if we can move up to Jacksonville because it's like in that time of need, like when your family is going through a hard time, like you don't question it. You're just there. Like you'll do what you have to do to be there and stay as long as you need to be because that's just that's just the way it is um and I think that is the coolest part about our family is that no matter what you know you call me you need me I'll buy a plane ticket if I have to like I will be there um and so I think that that has kind of seeped into our friendship too which I think has been really cool um for us because I think you know as we continue to to grow up and you know build our lives build our families and relationships you know whenever things go wrong or Mm -hmm. you know if we just you know need each other there you just call each other and it's like hey like I'm there you're there you know we're we'll be we'll be together like it's not going to be a problem um you know and it's like that family like just comfort just kind of gets passed along which I hope to pass down to my kids and you know oh yeah oh yeah I feel like we've all like I this kind of just popped in my head but I feel like this trip has kind of been the start because we've only this is our first trip together um first trip that like we planned together but already we've been talking about okay so when's the next one that we're gonna be doing and our fathers they used to um go on what do they used to call it oh mancation yeah our fathers would go on mancations and they still have stories that they don't want to tell us stories that they have told us are hilarious typical (laughs) um but i feel like we've already kind of started that but the traditions that our families hold together like i feel like that is going to be very hard to break especially since yeah there's no obligation it's like you there really is like love there 
and I feel like that's just like something that is just so amazing um but I feel like you and I personally have both gone on our own journeys to find like who we are as people and we're both very I feel like we're both very mature for our age we both went different ways for the college route I feel like yeah we like to party and went down to party but it's not like we went to college just to do that I don't know do you understand what I'm saying like yeah no I mean like I left high school at 16 to start college so I mean I feel yeah like that, that even there um which I think I mean, it was hilarious because uh, I remember just you know having class taking breaks and there would be several times that like guys would walk up to me and they would talk to me ask me you know like oh like what year are you you know like how old are you oh I'm 16 <laughs> and the reaction every time was the exact same the oh get up from the table and walk away yeah and it's like not trying to catch a case but yeah um but yeah but I started college at 16 and I mean for several reasons I mean a lot of people um there is a program we had at my school and I mean it's kind of well known across like the country but it's a dual enrollment program so you take an exam see if you pass and if you pass then you take all college classes you kind of determine your schedule so you're essentially a college student and I passed the exam, took all college classes. I just wanted to leave high school. I had a lot of bad things happen to me in high school that I just wanted to leave behind. And I didn't feel like starting a new high school was going to help anything. Um, I also wanted to feel academically challenged uh, because prior to high school, I went to a private college prep school. And there, it was very strict. And I had grown up there, and so I was kind of used to the stressful, like, educational environment um and so I started college early and it was really great for me I really enjoyed it um but when I finally was able to transfer after I got my associates transferred to a university to finish out my bachelor's I was on campus <laughs> at the University of Florida for one semester and not yep. even a full semester because it was spring of 2020 and I remember coming back from spring break not even two days after having all of my classes canceled, emails being sent out, and then the wrath of COVID just yep. took over. Um, and then by the time everything was ready to start back up again, I decided I wanted to finish up my bachelor's online. So that's where I have been. So I'm not even, you know, cruising on a college campus, but it's given me so much more freedom to be able to do what I want to do with just like my career, um, with my own life, being able to travel, go and see the friends that I do have. Uh, because ironically, all of my friends that are so close to me live nowhere near me. <laughs> and so I... Another thing we both share. <laughs> so I needed to make sure that I had a way to still finish out school and see the people that I cared most about. Um, and so, yeah, college was interesting, and it still is interesting. Mm -hmm. You for, like, I think last time you were here and you came to visit, we both never had a normal, regular college experience um because I had gone to three different colleges <laughs> and chose a completely different route which um even though we're like 20 and 21 if you think about it it's really not weird for us at our age to have an apartment and be living on our own I feel like I've heard it a lot you know because I moved out when I was 19 and have been living by myself for like the past 
three years almost, two years. And I feel like it was very difficult for me to come back into living with my family, living with my parents. And I feel like for you, having lived at home... You are even like ready, ready to go, ready to leave the nest. And what have you thought of this trip so far? I mean, I think it's been really great. Um, I mean, I've kind of just been in like this really weird place in my life right now. And I don't know, I feel like it's kind of normal. Like your 20s are supposed to be weird and uncomfortable. And that's definitely how I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like this trip came at the right time. I know. Um, And so I just... I've just, it's just been really nice. It's been really relaxing to be in, like, nature and just kind of be back in the mountains um, because I just absolutely love it. And, of course, we chose, like, the perfect time. It's fall. It's all the beautiful colors outside. I'm mean, like, we're sitting by a window, and you can just see, like, the greens and the yellows and the oranges and the reds and all the different shapes and sizes of the leaves. Um, and I just think it's so nice because it's like you just get to take a break for a little bit. Um not for a very long time, but, you know, just enough time to really kind of give center your, yourself, to give your mind a little rest. So this trip has been really nice, I would definitely say. I know. When you first texted me, do you want to go to Georgia and do a trip? I think it was right after um, you last visited because we went on that nice long drive, talked, and then... Like, the next day, you texted me, and you were like, do you want to go on a trip to Georgia? And I was like, hell yeah. Because everywhere that I've lived so far, I've been an hour or more away from a mountain or a lake or the ocean. And having been in Florida, I felt I came in and moved here with, like, a burst of energy ready to just take on fucking everything. I was like, you know what? I'm going to crush it here. I'm going to kill it here. And then having everything just kind of like plateau or like I start feeling like stuck. Um, Like I'm not going to lie, like before you were asking, before you asked me to go on this trip, I was like even questioning if I even made the right decision with moving back to Florida because I was just so intensely like I felt so out of place and I just felt defeated with a lot of different aspects and then when you texted me I read that I literally I jumped up and I ran around the house and started screaming because I was like oh my god she's reading my mind this is ridiculous like yes of course and then having been here like it's just what you said I think we both needed this trip and I think it was just like a nice getaway And I feel like we both just, I hope we both go back with the energy that we're going to kill it and we're going to crush it. Yeah. I hope. (laughs) Because that's kind of how I'm feeling. But, um, do you want to do your questions? Also, Ellie hasn't gotten much sleep because there's only one fan in this house. And the only other fan is the one that comes on when the heat's turned on. Mm-hmm. And when it turns on, it's very loud. So there's this game, it's called We're Not Really Strangers. Um, and it's kind of like a really deep 
getting to know you game. Yeah, we played it um, when we were hiking the other day. Also, if you do go hiking, I'm going to post some photos of where we were in the parks. And I'm just going to warn you right now, if you do go hiking to any of these trails, you will be walking up a shit ton of stairs. A shit ton of stairs. I think we, how, how many did we walk overall? So there was the 199 at, I'm going to butcher the name of it, Tallulah. There was, so all together in Tallulah, <laughs> we walked over 2,100 stairs. <laughs> and then we went to Amicalilla Falls, and I mean, oh gosh. That one was like 500. No, I would say close to six because it was like four, four ninety something, and mm-hmm. then plus the one sixty five. So, I would say close to six hundred, but not counting the trails that we had to walk because we had to walk all the way down. So I would say, let's just say the same amount down. So that's another twelve hundred. So I would say close to thirty five hundred stairs altogether. Yeah, the trails we um we six. went on. <laughs> so. The hikes that we did, I feel like they they weren't like your typical hike where it's like a trail, like dirt, trail, rocks. The second one that we did had it going down, but we decided to take the stairs back up because that would be easier. <laughs> Not to mention, too, the amount of ladybugs that were attacking us when we were walking down. That's insane. I've never seen that many ladybugs ever. Can't say I have either. But, um... Yeah, they're very, very beautiful trails. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, so. it was definitely a lot of fun. But we played this, we asked a couple questions like on our, um, like while we were hiking down mm-hmm. Amicalilla Falls, just to kind of, I don't know, pass the time, get to know each other more, ask some like really oddly deep questions. I know, I always, I feel like whenever I'm hiking, whoever is with me, they have to know that it's just automatically going to be a deep conversation the whole entire time. Yeah. Because... The walking in silence at some points, it's great. When you're hiking with other people or hiking with a friend or a partner, it's like the best quality time that you could ask for. And for me, that's all I really want when it comes to relationships, whether it be friendships or with a boyfriend. Like I love and I thrive and I feel most loved and appreciated with quality time. So I recommend if you ever need quality time with someone, drag them out to the mountains. <laughs> there's no service, so there's nothing that they can do on their phone. <laughs> it's just you, rocks, and trees. But what's a question? How would you describe your relationship with yourself in one word? Mm, that's a good one. Describe myself in one word? How would you describe your relationship with yourself? Oh, my relationship with myself? Mm-hmm. A roller coaster. Because it has its ups and downs. I'm sometimes I, and I feel like that's with anybody though. Like, there's a lot of times where I can get very emotional. And when I'm in that emotional state, I question myself and I kind of question everything. Um, but then when I, when I'm able to calm myself down and I'm really back and in tune with my body and with myself and my soul and my spirit, I'm able to really just be like, all right, nah, you're acting crazy, Serena. You know, you're fine. You're good. 
<laughs> everything's chill we're good <laughs> what about you um i would definitely say tug of war mm. i have like this tendency to like pull myself one way or the other like when it comes to like my like relationship with myself because one minute i'm really trying to speak like life-giving encouragement to myself um and really just you know being proud of myself and you know what i've been able to accomplish even if it's really not that much um but then on the other end i'll have these like big moments where i have these like really <laughs> harsh sit down conversations with myself mm. and i'm just ripping myself a new one and it like those kind of conversations only come when I've had like a negative experience usually with someone else um, because I have this like weird hope and desire that when people like meet me and they get to know me and they build a relationship whether it's a friendship or even like a work partnership that um, they'll be able to see like the genuine like spirit behind everything that I do um, Cause I think like for me, like that's something that's special about me and because I am so shy and I'm not like going to be out there in your face, like showing you who I am, like off the first bat, like you really have to get to know me whenever I feel like I've made a bad impression, like with someone. And again, this is how I feel, not how it actually is. Mm -hmm. I usually get so upset with myself, like Ellie, like, why did you do like this? You know? no wonder they don't want to do this, or no wonder they said that, or, and sometimes, like, actually, the majority of the time, it's all in my head. Exactly. Um, but I have had a couple encounters with people who have treated me fairly poorly that have really kind of, I would say, helped to establish that those negative conversations that I've had, um, you know, and, and a lot of it has just been learning how to be kinder to myself and really, like, let myself feel, feel emotions but not allow myself to stay in those places, um, you know, because that's kind of what creates habits of, um, like, negative mindset habits that I really don't want to have. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, when you said my feelings are different from my thoughts, I that really hit me because it's so true because I'm just now being able to also, in my relationships with other people, like, express, like, no, like, even though this is what I'm saying and these are my thoughts, this isn't how I'm actually feeling. Like, it's not matching how I actually feel because deep down, I do feel like I'm loved or I care for or that I'm happy. It's just the thoughts that are going through my head are just negative. And sometimes, and I'm learning to like shut my mouth when those negative thoughts are there and then also shut down those negative thoughts just because I feel like when I do say those negative thoughts out loud to someone else, I always feel like I'm cleaning up a mess. <laughs> Next question. Next one. What's the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? Yeah, because I have no idea how to answer that. What was the biggest turning point in your dating life? <laughs> I haven't had one. <laughs> well, that's an answer. <laughs> Maybe moving to a different state. <laughs> Maybe moving to a different state? No, but I mean, I think, like, the question is, like, you know, what was the biggest, like, lesson? Like, what was the biggest thing that you were, like, like in a hot moment in your dating No, life? I feel like, for me, it really was, like, moving to a different state because... Starting over kind of thing. 
Well, it's it's not only just that, but like I feel like since moving to Florida, I've been able to have the space and the time to really like focus on myself, and I've really been able to notice the patterns that I've yeah. created for myself. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just want to. I want to stay single until like I'm so sure of myself. Like, until all of my patterns that I've created over the years are gone, or at least I have control over them, I'm going to be single. Yeah. And I, I don't mind saying that. Yeah, I think it's funny that, like, you say that, because, um, for me, because we're in different places, like, with relationships right now, because, like, I'm, I'm in a long-term relationship, and, um, and of course, you, you just got out of one, and... It's so funny because for me, like, my biggest turning point in my dating life was 100% being single and telling myself to stay single until I knew I was ready. Um, And for me, because, like, we have um, our own, like, like spirituality cultures, if you want to call it that. Um, It's like I'm Christian, um, and I was very much in the headspace and, like, in my heart knowing, like, I know that I'm going to stay single until God um, says I'm ready and God will show me who I'm going to be with, um, you know, when that time comes. Um, And of course, no, I wasn't waiting for him to like shove a person in front of me and be like, oh, by the way, here's your person. But I knew that it was going to take some, you know, just some looking around. (laughs) Um, But I definitely waited for a while um, just to be by myself. And really just to kind of learn who I was as a person, to be a whole person before I was really ready to take care of someone else. Um, and when I did that, I ended up um, reconnecting with a friend. And that friendship turned into something more. Um, and then we started dating. And it's been a really cool experience with this person. Um and I can confidently say I know I'm going to spend my life with this person. And I think that's really cool. But it definitely took that time to be by myself, to not date, like to consciously say no to dating uh, before I really was ready to date again and to be in a relationship. Because um, I feel like there's this weird, you know, idea that we all have, you know, where it's like as soon as you're of age to date, you just put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just stumble into someone that you like spending time with. They like spending time with you. And then you just deal with life together. Um, and although to like to an extent, like, yeah, that's going to happen. Like, you're going to deal with life. I feel like not a lot of people really talk about the importance of being alone. And spending time with yourself. And dating yourself. But dating yourself is cool. Exactly. Go I'm having it. fun. Take yourself on dates. Like, I used to go to the movie theater by myself. Like, I'd literally go watch a movie all alone. Or I would go to a restaurant yeah. and sit by myself. And it's so funny because it's like, saying that sounds so sad. But in reality, it's not. Like, it's really cool because it's like you you get to prioritize yourself. And you're also, like, letting yourself know, like, hey, like, I love you. Like, I love the person that I get to live the rest of my life with. Because before you find that other person that you're going to spend your, the rest of your life with, you're already living in the body that you'll be with, you know? Yeah, like, and I feel like for me, there was just a lot that I had to grow as, like, a person. I think we all do, even when you are in a relationship. Yeah. All right, guys, that wraps up 
this episode of Wild Child. Thanks, Ellie, for coming. Of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Hope you guys have a good day. Bye.